0: Hey, everyone, Erica Reddick at AmFest 2023. We have one of our guests from last year, Miss Pam Garfield Yeager, the truthful therapist. Okay, the truthful therapist. Go to any of her social medias, look her up, Google it. Now, we got to talk to you last year, And one of the things that we've really seen, you know, people talk a lot about wokeness in education and wokeness in the media and things like that. But what a lot of people don't understand is how much that leftist ideology has actually also infiltrated your profession, therapy, psychotherapy, psychology, and things like that. So share with our viewers a little bit about, um, you know, what had you kind of, like have you did you go along with the ideology at first did you change like what happened what was your evolution in walking away from that kind of thinking
1: i have actually a really interesting story i don't know if i told you this last year no,
0: let's hear it let's hear so, it
1: so i was i'd say left leaning in the past right
0: okay um but my left leanings were never as crazy as they are now that's what i say i tell people like You get, because of the way we're raised in the educational system, you're like a default democrat, Yeah. right? Yeah. We get raised default liberals, and then something has to happen to kind of change our mind.
1: That is exactly what happened. Okay. Okay. So what woke me up from not being a democrat and a liberal was actually the George Floyd riots and the mostly peaceful protests. Mostly
0: peaceful. Mostly
1: peaceful, but fiery fiery protests.
0: but mostly, not fiery, like on fire. (laughs)
1: and they said defund the police call the social worker (laughs) and i don't know if you can tell on camera but i am five foot two and 115 pounds and i am not equipped to handle a very violent domestic violence situation or these other things that they think social workers are the people that
0: should be handling so you're saying what you're saying pam Mm -hmm. is that you don't feel like you have the proper training an affect to go deal with somebody who's like high on drugs, hurting themselves, hurting other people, armed. What do you think? You're uh, not you're not going to de-escalate no, that situation. No, no,
1: no, no. no. Um, I, I actually have some martial arts training in, yeah. in my past. So yeah. I, I actually could
0: probably hold my own in certain situations, but still. Right. Let's be realistic. No, this is what you guys. Okay, my husband Benjamin, fight choreographer, stuntman. He, he will tell you, and life reality will tell you, that 150, no matter what you see on Atomic Blonde, okay, they're not jumping up, no. wrapping their legs around somebody's head and, like, flipping them up. Like, that's it doesn't, not, it doesn't we don't matter. have enough weight, in fact, no. to actually leverage that. No. Okay, so that was kind of your wake-up. So wake that was up.
1: my wake-up. But honestly, I wasn't in the field
0: for a couple years because I had a
1: physical disability. I had a medical condition. I so I had a medical condition okay. where I was on disability for a few years. So okay. I was actually knocked out of my profession in a oh. way, kind of knocked out of society because I wasn't really talking to people because I was in so much pain, mm. and I was just struggling with the healthcare system and the doctors not believing me, and just a personal crisis. Yeah. So that went on from the years 2016. Do you remember what happened in 2016? Oh, a certain president was
0: oh, elected. Oh, oh, a Mr. Somebody, uh, I forgot his Don, name. Don, Teflon Don.
1: <laughs> and then I got back, I got better in 2020. That's when that big wake up happened. I finally oh, got yep. back to work in 2021. Okay. And so it was after a year of lockdowns. I live in California.
0: Oh, gross. Yeah. Gross. And,
1: and I finally got back to work after all of that odyssey between my health conditions and the California lockdowns. There was so much isolation, so much sadness. This was my big comeback. I'm finally getting okay. back to work. All right. I could only work part time, quite frankly, because yeah. I still have some chronic pain. I, right. can't t- I can't type. It's a repetitive stress injury that I had. Uh, and so okay. I, I, fo- okay. but I finally found a job that can accommodate my situation. And then what happened? We had the COVID vaccine mandates. And after everything I went through in my healthcare, in my health situation, I opted not to get the COVID vaccine. Yeah, right.
0: If you're already dealing with health issues, you don't want to be injecting yourself with experimental. No, I mean I Oh, but of course. No, now YouTube, if you're watching, uh, of oh, course shoot. we. It's perfectly perfectly business. safe. It's totally fine. And it's helps totally it helps to prevent great. death and distress, Blah blah it's whatever. Safe and effective. Safe and effective. Safe and effective. effective. Safe and effective. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So now we've a, a health. <laughs> now now we please the YouTube overlords. Okay.
1: So I went through all that. So I was not going to do that and I decided that I had nothing more to lose so yeah. I became kind of this outspoken i realized that so many people could not do what I was doing I they didn't have I already had so lost so much I had nothing to lose and so I decided I was gonna speak out on what I was seeing in my profession yeah which is insanity um, woke insanity let's just say what it is real talk Yes. Uh, Between the critical race theory, the victim mentality, the gender nonsense. Yes. uh, Dividing families. I was working mostly with teens and families and young adults. And I was watching them not get therapy, but really just having all of their problems being enabled. And be taken
0: more, uh, uh, divided more from the people that love them. Well, and that's what, when I heard things like these laws being passed that you can't even... if if somebody is questioning their gender or whatever issue they're having, that the therapist actually can't talk to them about it because it's considered a conversion Conversion. therapy. So, like, what then what is the point of therapy if you're not allowed to question the the things that someone is saying, right?
1: Yeah, exactly. I I mean, I still don't understand how they're they're rationalizing this I mean they're obviously they're taking a term from the past when they're okay. they're conflating gay and lesbian conversion therapy to the new transgender agenda right and so they're basically saying that you're born transgender and if there's still a lot of controversy whether you're born gay or not I don't honestly want to get into that right now Right.
0: no it doesn't even
1: matter <laughs> but they are conflating Basically, what is a social contagion from the internet and from school indoctrination? You just interviewed someone else from the schools who was yeah. talking all about that, and saying if the person even mentions it, and the, the therapist says, "Well, what you know, what happened or why or what," they start asking more questions. That could be considered conversion therapy. Yeah, and really, really, what it is is or the, the challenge is if, if you have a client or a patient that wants to be affirmed and they're not affirmed, they can file that complaint that their transgender identity was not immediately
0: affirmed and that therapist can lose their license. That's that really how it happens. Yeah. Oh my God, do you realize that if if my therapist, okay, so I've, been, I've had therapy on and off over the years for various things. Now imagine if I had a therapist when I was feeling like unhappy, or you know, any given thing, any false belief that I've had over the years, if they had said, "No, no, no, that's great, and that's exactly. true, and that's real," um, I, I yeah. would be a miserable wreck right now. Yes. Like, no, I'm not actually a victim of my childhood upbringing. Yes, those things are real. Yes, they really happen. But if I let them define me, and my personhood, and my life. I'm not better for that.
1: Exactly. I mean, the feelings are real, and you want the feelings validated, but you don't want the, the belief that's causing you to make poor decisions to be continued to be validated. Exactly. Because then you're just going to continue on that path of self-destruction, right? So th- unfortunately, therapists are getting their hands tied, and they're also being trained to believe that because they're making a safe space, that they're being therapeutic but we all know where the safe spaces went in colleges. It has made, unfortunately, these young people be very miserable and very unproductive in
0: society. Oh my gosh, so. no, I, no. We, people most of the time don't need a safe space. They need someone to tell them the truth. Truth. That's and why I'm the truthful therapist. <laughs> I, this is what I'm saying, and that's what, like my last therapist, okay, you guys, was more like a drill sergeant than he was anything else. Cause I'd go in there and I'd be like, I'm a victim and I'm, look at me, I'm so blah, blah, blah. And he'd be like, well, that's stupid. Yeah. I mean, he wouldn't what, say that. Right. But even if he did though, he would say it in he a way. Questioned he questioned me, it, yeah. right? He made me justify my beliefs. He made me just like, why do you believe that? What do you, and invariably right. he'd be like asking me questions and pulling this stuff out and I'd go, wait a second. Are you telling me this is just more daddy issues? <laughs> like I'm 45 years old and I'm still dealing with daddy issues? Because that's, it's, it's yeah. underlying right. You're stuff. You to explore
1: underlying issues, right? That's yeah. what a therapist is supposed to do and help break you out of negative patterns. It's pretty simple actually. Because
0: I don't want, why would, why would you want to be affirmed in your misery? Yeah,
1: exactly. Exactly. Okay. And, and this goes further than gender. I mean, you look at substance abuse, you look at harm reduction, there's so many different things. You know, they say, oh, well, they don't, oh, they don't
0: affirm anything else except
1: gender. Actually, they that do. That is not true.
0: They actually do, unfortunately. No, there's Burlington, Vermont, actually, su- the mayor actually suggested safe supply. Yeah. Okay, not just safe injection sites, but we will actually, as the as the city, provide you with the drugs. Right.
1: I, mean, I live near San Francisco. Okay, so, so you know. I know, unfortunately, better than
0: yeah. Okay, so literally, so what is it? so you you kind of got to watch this progression happen over time right yeah and then you went well, way
1: it kind of came quickly for me because I was out and then it came back and it was like but it was so crazy and and so
0: what had you say okay I, I'm what was your what was like the straw that broke the camel's back? You said it was George Floyd. Okay, so you saw kind of like a lie happening and, and whatever. Yeah. So then what made you decide, okay, I got to get out there. I got to get I got to say something.
1: Well, it was it was the fact that they took me out of my job once again that I hadn't blessed to lose. And I watched my colleagues who uh, were in a position where they couldn't do that quite as easily. Because I can't work full time, my career was already kind of in the dumps, so I had less to lose. So I realized I felt like I had a calling, like I had to be the one, even though I'm kind of shy. I'm scared of being on microphones and all that, and and I've gotten a little more used to it. But it was not something I would normally do because I'd be scared of that. And but I realized that if it's not me, then who? Yeah. So I decided to step up and start talking about it. I felt like I was talking into you know the abyss, but you know like people noticed me and they realized like I'm not. I empowered other therapists to start speaking up. I yeah. found other like-minded people, and I found a lot of families and parents and other people looking for therapy that's not just affirming. So, exactly. Um, so exactly. Just, I just started speaking the truth because I
0: wasn't afraid. Now, for those folks who are watching, if they want to get, if they need a therapist, right, because a lot lot of us do, whether it's because of everything that's going on, you lose a loved one, you know, uh, many of us, depending on what's going on, we just need somebody to talk to and work through our feelings. If someone is looking for a good therapist who's not crazy and woke, is there a way to? Is there a network where they can find these people? Are there questions they should ask yes. to discover? How can you recommend people find a good therapist? So there, there are a few networks building. There are two websites
1: specifically for conservatives. Oh, there's there's one that's conservativetherapists.com.
0: Conservativetherapists.com. And
1: then there's a new one that just started. It's called conservativecounselors.com.
0: Conservativecounselors.com. So those okay. are two
1: places to look. Okay. However, they're not all on that. Most most of them aren't quite frankly right. but you can go on your insurance panel or on psychology today those are unfortunately very woke listed people but you can sift through the files and you can make phone calls you know weed out the people that have the the pronouns in their profile and the people that have oh. the social justice language so that'll unfortunately weed out most a lot of them already of and then you'll have to call and you'll have to ask questions interview and you'll have to interview and you'll say like do, do you believe in empowering your patients do you believe in uh judging people by the color of their skin or by their character and their merit? Yep. do you, you start asking them questions yep um you ask them do you believe in involving parents that's um oh. i i focus a lot on families because yep. Unfortunately, now therapists and teachers too have really focused on dividing families and mm. saying, like, oh no, you need to give me the privacy with your child. So basically, they can turn their child against yeah, the parents. Yeah, that's
0: dangerous. So
1: you need to make sure, as a parent, if you're looking for one for your child, that you're. You're involved, yeah, and the, and you ask that therapist. Do you involve the parents in your treatment? Yeah, and make sure that you're involved in the assessment, and you're involved in the progress, and you ask what what is going on. Okay. Um, you they might not give every detail, of course, because right. you know the kid has to open up. They don't want you know their nosy mom to know everything. But at the same time, they're gonna know the, the general treatment goals. They're gonna yeah. know what are the behavioral issues, what is the progress, Yeah, you know, things like that. And the yep. parent needs to be involved to be able to report on those things, to know what's, what it's the kid is and like
0: so, outside of their office. And this is what I think, sometimes we have a tendency to put too much stock in credentials Mm-hmm. Right, so we as Americans will see a doctor or the, the the letters and acronyms behind people's names, and we think, oh, they're an expert, they're a specialist, they know better than me. Yeah, right.
1: And that, that is that is my message. Don't trust, don't blindly trust experts. Trust yourself. If something doesn't feel right, ask more questions, and mm-hmm. don't just go along with it just because someone with fancy letters behind their name says yeah. so.
0: That's why I had an experience where um, I started seeing a counselor and, you know, I'm involved in politics yeah. and I'm, a, and I, you know, I'm a crazy right winger. And so I'm in there talking about being a crazy right winger. <laughs> and the therapist literally started arguing with me, trying to tell me why I was wrong to believe what I did.
1: That is ridiculous. Literally
0: like arguing with me about being a Christian and how I shouldn't put my faith in Jesus you know, and read the Bible. So I mean, I come from old
1: school therapy training, and we're supposed to learn how to be culturally competent. And so, what that's supposed to mean is that you are supposed to listen to the values and beliefs and culture of your clients, and go with go with
0: that, right? And now I'm sure if I was like, that's I think, you know, I think I think bestiality is great. I think you know we should totally yeah. you know whatever. I mean maybe. Maybe are you with me about that? Right. Right? There's obviously some lines, but yeah. I, I mean, I feel like, I, you know, it, what, like, the idea that mainstream thoughts and ideas should be guilted and shamed right. in a therapeutic session yeah. is outrageous to me. It is outrageous. I immediately fired that guy, actually, by the Good for Actually, you. what I did, Pam, you know what I did? What? I started talking more shit. <laughs> Okay, I see, uh, be, uh, that's gonna have to be bleeped out. But I could tell he was getting red in the face and like upset with what I was saying. So I actually just doubled down on what I was saying. Even things I didn't necessarily believe because I wanted to see how he reacted. That's awesome. I got him so mad and I was like, sir, do you see how you're behaving and react? Are you the therapist or am I right now, sir? Yeah,
1: seriously. Well. You brought up a good point because most therapists are the ones that need the therapy <laughs> but we that's all the whole need other subject. therapy
0: let's be real
1: well th- this is actually something that i've come to the conclusion of is i actually think i believe obviously in therapy i believe people need mental health treatment there yeah. there are i've worked with some severe populations where they have schizophrenia and bipolar type one mm. and you know so, you know they really they obviously need support However, yeah. our culture now is normalizing therapy to the point where I don't think we always need therapy. I think that people are running to therapy too quickly. Okay. I think especially parents okay. with their children if they're they're having some problems with their children instead of them believing in themselves, maybe putting down some strict rules or just trying different things within their family. Yeah. They go straight to the expert and think, I can't handle this, I gotta go to the expert. And I think what would really help our society is if parents really believed in themselves more and less in experts.
0: I love that, I love that. Okay, so now, before we wrap up our interview, what, what is, like, one final thought you want to leave our viewers with? What is the most important thing that you're, like, jazzed or worried about right now that you want to make sure is on top of everybody's oh my mind? God,
1: well, I think I just said it.
0: <laughs> Trust yourself. I uh, unknowingly led you to it.
1: Oh, no. Um, well, I mean, recognize that institutions are captured, that mm. experts don't know everything. Okay. And... If you think it's crazy,
0: it's actually crazier. <laughs> it's actually worse than you can imagine. It's worse. It's worse. Yeah. And you know, Pam, I just want to say thank you, because there, it takes the people that are part of the institution already. I think speaking out and sharing that that it's broken. Yeah,
1: it's very broken.
0: Because so many of us are just unsure and we don't necessarily know what to believe or who to believe. And so I just want to applaud you. Thank you. Um, You don't seem like you're shy in front of the camera. Uh, You you know, you're very open and you're, um, and it's obvious how passionate you are and how much you care about people.
1: I am, that's what this is about. Yeah. I'm I'm taking my, Old liberal self and passion, and pouring it into my conservative values.
0: Exactly. And the best of both worlds. Well, it's like you're you're therapizing. Is, is that a verb? Can yeah. I say that? We're going to say you're ther- you're you're using the therapeutic things that you've believed to help us all wake up to the truth about about the industry.
1: And empower. I really want people to be empowered.
0: I love that. So you're actually still a therapist. I guess. <laughs> Literally, you're empowering us you're empowering you our believe viewers in yourselves. believe in yourself you can do it i love it i love it okay so Pam, i, I so, made that at the last minute for the conference oh good idea okay so pam not only are you the truthful therapist you're the truthful author soon to be she's got a book coming out y'all okay so what is it the practical response to gender distress yes okay okay yes. so this is like therapy this is how to d- help your kids if they're having some some thoughts. Yeah. So this is this book. It, this is a flyer, but it will soon be a book.
1: Is uh, <laughs> this book is it's, it's good, geared towards parents, but really anyone who has children or young people in their life that's mm. struggling with gender or really just exposed to gender, which is pretty much everyone these days. It's got some preventative tools on how to help kids stand up to the pronoun pressure. Mm. It's got a trans English dictionary, so. We fuddy-duddies that I love it. maybe don't know all the lingo can understand what it is and
0: what people are saying, so you can talk to someone. We need that. We literally need that because <laughs> yes. half the time I'm like, what... What did you just say? Exactly. Okay.
1: All the, all the lingo, all the difference between, like, transsexualism and transgender. Oh. What's an NB? What's assigned gender, assigned male at birth, AFAB, AMAB? All oh, these different gosh. words, all these different acronyms. There's so many. Oh, wow. Okay, and okay. So there's all that in there. There's a ton of resources. So lots of other people who are doing similar work to me. So that yeah. some people are focusing even more on gender. They've done some great work. Is in, Okay. Are, is in there. And I've just taken my 20 plus years of experience and put it in this book on how to approach a teenager without affirming them, without buying into their lie, but also not completely confronting them in a way that's gonna backfire and push them away so that they don't run into the hands of their glitter family, which is basically the people who are indoctrinating them to believe that you hate them. That's real, I didn't make that up.
0: No, well, and you know what's so funny? This is this is something we have to learn. Especially, is uh, people on the right. We have a tendency to try to talk to people about logic, yeah. facts, and reason. Yeah, it but doesn't any, always work. And the, and this is the but this is what therapy will tell you. This is what they told us in marriage counseling, um, in any kind of interpersonal relationship. You first have to connect with someone. You have to affirm them. Right. Not necessarily like affirm their beliefs, but just they need to know that you actually care. Right. They want to know that you're listening. Um, you know, a, pro, a, a you know a, a really uh, popular sales technique is feel, felt, found. Excuse me, I just spit. I just totally um, I didn't spit. not feel it. I'm sorry. Okay. Good. It. I saw it come out of my <laughs> mouth. Um, but feel, felt, found. Right. I have felt that way. Um, I understand how you feel. I have felt that way, right? You you relate to the person and what they're what they're dealing with, and then you say what I found, and then you share your personal experience or why you believe something differently, okay, right? But uh, I know from personal experience that if my husband, if I'm upset and my husband is like, well, facts and logic and reason, yeah, I'm know. like, screw you. Your, your name lame like, you're and stupid. stupid. Right. But if he just says, I'm sorry, honey. Yeah. And then he comes over and he loves me and he hugs me. Yeah. Then I can have a conversation and really start to dig in what it is that I'm actually upset about.
1: And then you might even admit that you're being a little overreactional or something like that. But you need to do that yourself. And and especially when you're dealing with teenagers. We know what teenagers are like. Who are
0: hormonal and crazy.
1: Yeah, so... So yeah, like the way I would frame it is like you validate their feeling, but you don't affirm their feeling. Okay,
0: that's yeah. how you would say it. Yeah. All right, like like you're a real person. Like you
1: might feel that real distress in your body, but let's talk about what's going on. Is that reality? I lo- and I love you no matter what. You know stuff like that because the cult is basically trying to teach the kid that their family hates them and that. They, their new family will accept them in a much better way so it's like you need to no matter what you need to tell them you love them you know both in words but in also showing them yeah and then be there for them also spend time with them a lot of times it helps to even not talk about the gender thing yes and just connect with them on a you know just be in person together yes. like time together to go you know go on a walk together or whatever do the activities that would connect you yeah so the, all these things that to help families overcome and it takes time to yeah. understand that too. it's not like one done like oh no you're a you're a boy you're a girl stop it yeah you know
0: so um, I love this okay so this is going to be a great resource for families yes yeah. okay practical little- response to gender distress by Pam Garfield Yeager and she, she does have letters behind her name but she's I, not yeah. crazy I do I have several letters she has I lots got a of letters degree. there's like seven letters six six letters <laughs> so when is the book coming out so I'm
1: self-publishing it. So we're hoping it will come out the end of Feb- the end of January, early February.
0: Okay, so the beginning of 2024, beginning y'all. Beginning of 2024. Be on the lookout for this. It's going to be on like Amazon. It'll be on Amazon.com. Amazon. Amazon. Yes. Okay, so when you when you get this published, make sure you let us know because we're going to bring you back on for the podcast oh, I'd and love we're going to gonna talk about it. Yeah, I would love and to. And advertise it.
1: Yeah. All right. I, All right, you guys. It's just managed to get in everyone's hands. Thank you. <laughs>